to Fintech Focus TV. We love to celebrate fintech businesses that have the big, big ideas and those that are making waves in their fields. Today, we have Sonal and Peter, or as I like to call them, the Peter and Sonal show, <laughs> <laughs> the founders of X8, and you'll all understand really soon why I call it that. Um, so X8 um, calls themselves um, a company that is the ink bomb for data. Um, and we also call it other things, which I'm sure we'll get to shortly as well. Um, so this is your second time on the series. So I'm over the moon to have you both here. Um, the reason why we've brought you back is because we decided in our last Harrington Star magazine, uh, The Financial Technologist, to um, name you guys as the most influential fintechs of 2020. Thank you very much for that. Um, so, yeah, we're absolutely honoured to have you back here. We obviously want you to talk about what you're doing and share that with the marketplace. But just for people that haven't heard of you before or haven't met Peter or Sonal or the Peter and Sonal show, <laughs> um, it would be great, Peter, if you could kind of open up and tell us a bit about your business. Sure, happy to, Nadia. Thank you very much for that kind introduction. Um, so we are the Peter and Sonal show, and <laughs> we are the Ink Bomb for Data. What The best way to think about what we do is when you have... Um, cash going from the, the bank to the vault to the cash point, you have to protect that. And it's protected with that very handsome man with a helmet and a bag strapped to his wrist. Yeah. Not designer, but could yeah, be. yeah. And when someone tries to interfere with that cash, there's an ink bomb inside that renders the cash useless. Mm -hmm. Well, as we've now moved into the digital world, data is your new currency. And on the back of that, we are that same digital ink mm -hmm. bomb for data. So we allow you to protect it. The way we look at it is for developers, you're not going to go out and build email when you have to send an email. The same way, when you need to protect data, we ensure that you don't have to go out and build data privacy. We've done it for you. Great. We take care of APIs, CSV files, databases. Any way you need to protect data, we do that for you. Make you feel safe, and you don't need to know necessarily all the details exactly, of Exactly. The scary bits behind the scenes. Sounds great to me, definitely. <laughs> um, so moving on from that, um, Sonal, it'd be good for you to tell us a little bit about why you think you were nominated for the listing. So we had 11 judges from across um, across the entire industry, from EY to Baringa to Cormont, and your names came up again and again and again, which is why you hit the listing. So you're definitely well known, uh, really respected in the marketplace. It'd be good to hear from you a little bit about why you think that's so. Um, what we've noticed in the industry is it's it's been ever evolving, especially when you look at where we came from, you know, the, the rise of e-commerce, the going into like the big tech giants and customization. So the the word that we're hearing the most is hyper personalization. And with regulation being the way it is, how do you actually allow companies to still be able to personalize experiences and give those digital experiences to their customers? That's why we believe that that's something that we can assist in, in being able to help with the data protection side of it, ensuring that their customers' needs are addressed, but at the same time giving them the great experiences that they're used to giving mm. their clients. So we help our clients protect their clients. It just sounds like you're so agile, you're able to respond quite quickly to what people are demanding, and I suppose the just the demands of the industry, like how things are changing so quickly at the minute. Um, so I know that challenges, especially in our world, challenges are the root of opportunity and mm -hmm. something that I'm really passionate about. But back to you, Peter, like, mm -hmm. what do you think are the major challenges that face the industry at the minute that your company overcomes? Yeah, sure. So carrying on to Sonal's point on hyper-personalization, I mean, people want that personalized experience mm -hmm. and companies collect a lot of data about people in order to give that experience. The problem is smack in the middle between those two, you have regulation, which mm -hmm. is now limiting the bad actors that were doing 
naughty things with data. Yes. So what we what we're looking. To... I love how you describe that. The bad actors are doing naughty things with data. <laughs> Great. See, I can follow this. This is naughty data. <laughs> Last time we had sexy data. Now we have naughty. Data. Yes, exactly. It's following the theme. It is following the theme. So everybody, you must listen to the first episode that we did together because that episode I could almost call it sexy data. This is now naughty data. <laughs> Yeah, so what you have now is you have to have the ability for the firms to protect the data, to get those insights about the customers, yeah. to give them the hyper-personalization. And by using data ops, we were able to do that in a safe way for both the consumer mm -hmm. as well as the company. Yeah. Uh, that is one major challenge, is how do you bridge that gap to give people what they want? Mm -hmm. uh, the second gap we're seeing, which is really challenging in the community, is how to attract really good talent. It's to the point now where it's almost a two-way street. You have to impress the candidates with what you're doing as yeah. much as they have to impress you with their skills. And you are singing to the choir here. As we're <laughs> yeah, it's really competitive. And we always look to differentiate ourselves uh, because you have to be able to deal with legacy systems. You have to be able to deal with the more newer uh, agile systems. And last but not least, you have to deal with, I hate to say it, but coronavirus time, yes. which is just stopping a lot of information. A lot of things are happening. I mean, we've had two conferences canceled already this week. You have meetings canceled. So it's a new challenge in how do you operate in uh, a virtual world mm -hmm. and doing things remotely as opposed to face-to-face, -face, which mm -hmm. we always like to do things face-to-face -face for that more personal touch. Yeah, I completely agree. We've had so many of the interview requests across our business um, attempt to be cancelled mm -hmm. we then replace them with with you know um, over the vc or yeah. skype type interviews mm -hmm. but it isn't it isn't the same experience at all no is it? it's not um and we all talk about the power of working virtually mm -hmm. however it does pose some challenges so it's always a human touch yeah the human touch which i think the both of you really stand for and that's a big Absolutely. part of your your business as you call it hyper personalization yeah which I will quote you both on when we post this afterwards. Um, so back to you, Sonal. Um, well, you spoke a lot about like, what, what your company does to differentiate itself from its competitors. So I'd love you to share that now that we're, we're probably a year on since we last had that conversation. Um, we differentiate ourselves, one, because we know cyber is now cool. So cyber, <laughs> data privacy, like data privacy its own marketplace. So you know, we're seeing funds that are coming out because of uh, yeah, the huge demands and fines that are coming out from like the Facebooks and the Googles. Um, it's a really exciting place. But what makes us differentiate from our competitors is we've taken all of the things that people love from Silicon Valley and we brought it to our technology. We've done things that allow us to use we're using DevOps, DevSecOps, all of those things inbuilt to allow us to uh, deploy our services much faster to clients. Nice. One of the things that we're looking at is how do you almost be self-service and no touch? And we want how we create you know, personalized experiences for individuals. We want to do the same thing for developers or the people that have to actively go and do protection of data mm. without having to make it like an onerous chore, something that they might even enjoy. Yeah, and that's really great for you to be sharing that because you're talking about people within the business as well as external partners to the business. Mm -hmm. And that kind of harks back to your point about making sure you're doing what you need to do to attract that talent. I think mm -hmm. that's important for people 
wanting to know more about your business and actually contemplating working for your business that you're being really receptive to the needs of yeah. of your audience in many different ways and, Absolutely. and the different types of audiences that you have. And the audience is it's your employees, it's your clients, it's everyone. Yeah. It's the full 360 degrees of the people you come into contact with. Yeah, I think that that's where some companies nowadays, especially in fintech, can really differentiate themselves, that ability to be agile and say, right, I can listen to that, let's do this about it. It really separates us from the more corporate companies of years gone by where any change would take quite a long time. Um, so moving on, and this question is really for both of you. I know that there's a lot of, we're probably going to use the word hyper a lot now, which gets really <laughs> excited. But what is next for the Peter and Solomon show? Um, for next us, it's to enter into the next phase of growth. And that's what we're really we're looking to do. So we've been focused to the earlier part of our corporate lives on the larger companies for with respect to our business, but we've gotten so much uh, record reverse inquiry from smaller firms. I mean, you think 99% of the companies in the UK are SMEs, right, under uh, 100 employees. Mm -hmm. So what we're looking to do is how do we better service that market? And as Sana was saying, as we incorporate some of the new technology to be able to download quickly and easily to make it available as a marketplace yeah. platform where some of the smaller companies or uh, development teams can download our technology and use it themselves. Wow. So that is a, a big new growth area for us. And that's uh, huge. Uh, yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. And it's making the product available more broadly and wider to people. Yeah. yeah. Democratizing data privacy. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I love that. So I often will talk about how tech has kind of lost its socialist side to yeah. it. Like tech, when it's moving the fastest it can ever move, is when you've got somebody who's done something to it in America, then someone over in China has to look at it and they bring their whole different way of looking and they improve it. And yeah, it's the kind of, yeah, what did you say? You said it better. Democratizing data privacy. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, that's exactly what you're doing. Right? She's the quote machine. Yeah, I mean, that's another quote. Bringing it to everyone. But the thing is, the, some of our clients, that they literally are just saying, just make it go away because it, it yeah. they've got pure yeah. hard problems. No, seriously. So they're, they're trying yeah. to build different products. So dealing with these sort of things, it's like rebuilding a database or something like that. We we want to take that pain away, and if we can help, that's what we want to do. Uh, from a community perspective, we're also contributing to some open source communities around yeah. like different frameworks that are working around uh, data management to like solve some of the data challenges. Um, we're also contributing to um, helping. Um, like Pan Africa with their sort of uh, data privacy issues well, around it, or in certain in the payments place, and we're just trying to help where we can. Yeah, yeah. There's huge growth areas over there in Africa mm -hmm. as well. Like we're yeah. hearing that more and more and more. We've got loads of contacts over there that are just making some great waves. So it's great yeah. to hear that you're part of that also. Yeah, we we try. We uh, but for us, it's a, such a fantastic cause. So we we were in Johannesburg for uh, a few weeks ago. And the, the things that, just the learning from it, it was, it was really interesting, I have to say. I really yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah. And again, it's, it's part of that incorporating into the open source community, um, contributing and taking. And we think that is going to be a big growth area going forward as people look to, to expand their networks and to, to get into the mm -hmm. world of sharing of code, mm -hmm. just like you would share anything else and making the best practices around mm -hmm. that. Mm. And I think it works so well with everything that you do in terms of security, taking that, all those hurdles that we do see as regulation, mm -hmm. but you deal with that. Take, and I love the, you know, how you explain it, taking it off someone's plate, 
they don't need to worry about it because you're keeping them safe and regulated. That is literally how there is a certain portion of our music. People come in and say, just make this problem go away. Yeah. And that and that's a great way to think about us. We make yeah. that problem go away for you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I love that. I think that's a, a great way to wrap it up. Um, X8, make your problems go away. If you're lonely, come and talk to us. <laughs> yeah, and you've got great personalities to match. And I knew you'd be a fun one to do today. So thank you both so much for joining us. Thanks, and thanks for having us. Um, congratulations for making the list. As I said, thank like, you. everyone's talking about you now. If, if people haven't listened to the first episode of this, I will tag it as well when we post this one. So thank you everybody for listening and for watching. Thank Thanks, you. Bye. 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 Bye.